So, welcome back. This episode is really special to me because it's all about sexuality, coming terms with and coming out. It's been a long time coming. I've been a bit under the weather, um, but I'm back. I remember being very young when I realized something was different. I liked girls, and none of my friends liked girls. It became this secret that I suppressed. What did it mean to be gay? I didn't want to be gay. That seemed different, and as a little kid, you just want to fit in. I didn't want that lifestyle change, so I ignored any inkling that I could be attracted to a girl. I didn't let myself have crushes on girls. I would pray to God to make sure I wasn't gay. I would literally try and pray the gay away. And for a while, it worked. Something confused me. I mean, how could I be gay when I liked guys? I mean, that wasn't an act. I really had these intense, deep crushes on guys. I remember having my first boyfriend. He was awful. Abusive, addicted to drugs, showed up on my 16th birthday, completely drunk and nearly falling over. But somehow, I convinced myself I loved him. I didn't feel nothing. I felt something when he kissed me. It wasn't until a few boyfriends later that... I was 19 and I fell in love truly for the first time, and it was with a guy. I briefly mentioned one night that I think I was like a little gay, and I said, isn't everyone? He got angry. He said no, and that I'm not, that I'm straight, obviously. I remember I was dating him when the courts ruled gay marriage legal throughout the United States. I didn't want to wake him, so I just watched the news and I quietly cried to myself while he was asleep. I didn't even know why I was crying, because again, I wasn't gay, I couldn't be, I liked guys, here I was, in bed with one. I genuinely loved my boyfriend at the time, and I wanted to be with him forever, so what was this itch about women that I was so intrigued? It felt more powerful than a curiosity, like an untapped part of my identity. I was about 21 when I came to terms with the fact that I might be bisexual. I started having dreams about girls, that I wanted to be with one, the same way I was with guys. I spent so many years trying to sexualize myself into thinking it would distance me from this gayness that I, that I hid inside. And it was internalized homophobia. For a while, I didn't even know bisexuals existed. I remember my mom saying something like she wasn't sure if you could really be bisexual. She said it in passing without harm or hate in her voice. It was just something she didn't understand, and neither did I. Was it real? Could it be true? Could you like both? I started watching YouTube videos of queer women and their coming out stories, advice for coming out, and I felt like nothing was right. I started adding women and men on my online dating app options. I would get so nervous when a girl would try to talk to me. My heart would race. I mean, I've talked to girls before, but I've never, like, talked to a girl. (laughs) A few friends knew, and I started to identify as bisexual, but not to everyone. I remember telling a friend at work that there was this cute girl I wanted to ask out, and he flipped out. What do you mean, ask out? Like, on a date? But you're a girl. And I said, yes, on a date. Girls can can date girls, you know. He was embarrassed and confused, so he did the traditional slimeball move of insinuating a threesome. Not gonna happen. But my coming out story is different. I just kind of posted it online and deleted it quickly. I said, hey, I'm gay, and I said it on Snapchat, and I deleted that immediately. I went to New York Pride just assuming people knew why I was there. I openly tweet about girls I like, about guys I like. I even added the rainbow flag to my bio descriptions. 
but I never sat down with my parents or my sister or my brothers. I didn't want to have to openly address my sexuality. I didn't want to have to come out of the closet. I never felt like I was in the closet. I just felt like it was me learning who I was. I just wanted to exist and to like who I like without judgment, without having this grand reveal. That was seemed wrong to me. I mean, my family doesn't care. We don't talk about it. I like that. I don't want to have to talk about who I want to sleep with with my family. The idea of coming out just felt like it wasn't a match for me. My sisters and brothers never had to come out straight, so why did I have to come out to be different? So I just kept living my life, and I assume they all know now. It wasn't personal. It wasn't like I felt like I couldn't tell them that I told the internet and not them. It was just the thought of sitting down with that felt strange. I didn't need the approval or validation. I always had it. So I just carried on. But my story is very different from a lot of other stories I'll be sharing today. Coming out or coming to terms with your sexuality, it is hard. It took me 22 years. I know you hear these stories of people who knew when they were little and everyone always knew and they just always lived their life being who they were, but that wasn't for me. And for a lot of other people, that's true too. I hope hearing these stories allows you to feel less alone and maybe inspired to come out in your own terms, in your own way, on your own time, when you're safe and ready. So I've been very fortunate enough to have people send me their story, and I get to read some of it to you. They're all going to remain anonymous, because they're not completely out to everyone in their life, but this first one is about coming to terms with their sexuality. They didn't realize they were gay until they were 19. They say, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I saw Kate McKinnon in Ghostbusters, and I was hooked. I feel you. <laughs> Something about the way she conducted herself drove me wild. I fell into the rabbit hole afterwards, researching all of her work. Luckily for me, lots of her work was geared towards a gay and lesbian audience. I've been watched all of her work, sketch comedy, her work on lesbian internet programs, comments and interviews, what it means to be gay women in Hollywood, and so on. Once, I was watching a few clips of a 40... Of the 40-year-old, 20-year-old Kate McKinnon, a Kate McKinnon classic, my brother walked in. He asked what I was doing. I brazenly told him, watching comedy sketches. The avoidance continued far past this point and honestly started far before. I spent more than a year making out with random girls, crushing a woman I never would make a move on in an effort to satisfy and deny my gayness. I came out to a few people when I was crazy drunk, people that upon further review I wouldn't have shared this part of my life with, but I needed to share this part of my life that it was beating inside my chest at the time. So I blurted out how much I loved the L word and how much I only wanted to date women. They were surprised and continued comment on how not gay I seemed. Ugh, I get that. I either get, oh no, you're, there's no way you like girls. Or I get, yeah, I knew. From the first time I saw you, I was like, she's a bit weird. She must like girls. Um, back to her story. I'm typically a feminine woman. I love makeup and doing other people's makeup, art and dressing up. All totally traditional feminine things. From then on, I type... I find myself as a lesbian stereotype they saw myself as. I wore flannel. I made jokes about my gayness. I was their artist. I was their gay friend. I hadn't seen a lesbian or even a gay story, woman story about this. And I am ashamed to say I was swindled into filling the role that they made for me. I'm not a character, but I made myself into one when I came out to friends. That's interesting. So they had this own identity. And when they came out, because they didn't fit this stereotype, this mold that's created um, by society of what gay looks like, what a lesbian looks like. They change themselves to fit the mold 
just because it made more sense to their identity to other people. Looking back, I wish I would have told the people in my life that treated me better, but truthfully, I do not regret it. Later, I found I told people who loved me at the time I needed to start somewhere, and that's where I was in life. Since then, I found new and better friends. Thank God! <laughs> they love me for who I am and make jokes with me, not at me about who I am and when and who they are. Feel appreciated. I feel not afraid to swipe through Tinder for women. Oh, that's a huge thing for me. First time I was like on a women's only setting on Tinder, I was terrified. I like remember doing it in secret at night, being like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Um, I'm not afraid to make jokes or talk about dating women in public. That's great. I'm not there yet, but that's so great. In truth, I haven't even told my parents yet. I have no reason not to. They're loving and accepting my family is since, well, as long as I remember. They try to tell my brother and I that we're loved no matter what we do. I'm just so scared. The debilitating fear works farther than any person who is an LGBTQ+. Plus person can understand. I feel like if I don't have a strong thesis, I will not be prepared to come out. This speaks more to my own fear than my family as people. But telling them that I'm queer, maybe even lesbian, despite my best attempts not to be, feels like my relationship will change. I know this is not the uplifting story that most questioning want, but it's what I have. This is actually a fantastic story. Because in this story, this, this is a real story. This girl, um, I believe that's how she identifies. Let me just double check. Uh, yes. This girl knew something about herself, and she just started blurting it out, which is what I did. I, I just started blurting it out to anyone who would listen. And not only that, she tried to fit the mold of what a lesbian looks like, like flannel and jeans and, I don't know, that, like, no-makeup look. Like, I don't know. And she didn't tell her family, not because she's afraid of how they would react, but she knows that there is going to be a change. There's always... A change there's that moment like oh god like what if they hate me because a lot of people can't come out and be free you know there's this freedom of um, self-expression that's denied to people who are queer because you don't know how people are going to react to you you could parents could say oh I love you no matter what and then you tell them hey I'm gay and they're like yeah besides that and um, even there's a there's a makeup artist on YouTube who he came out to his Mormon family, or they found out that he was, they, yeah, they found out he was talking to another guy, and his Mormon family made him go to, like, after-school therapy sessions to kind of pray the gay away, and it was so painful for him, and then looking back, his family has so much regret on doing that to him, and now they accept him for who he is, and now they love him, but he had, he had to go through that, he had to go through that, like, you know, not my son, we're gonna fix this, you know, never again, so I understand that fear, and I, I feel like you have to be so strong and confident in your identity to come out to people, and that's hard. It takes time. So to this girl who sent this in, uh, thank you for sharing. Um, I really appreciate your story, and I think that you will come out to your family when you're ready and when you feel strong and I totally believe in you. Thank you so much for sharing, and I hope you continue to live your truth and you live your life the way you want to, not the way other people think you should be. Okay. This next one is a bit different. Um, so they say, where should I begin? I should start with by saying everyone was calling me gay in elementary school because I thought... Me, hanging out with mostly girls, caring about art, how I dress, being emotional and weird, and also said something about my sexuality. 
interesting. We often tie the guys who hang out with girls as, like, gay guys. Like, oh, they have no male friends. It's a concept of masculinity. Like, what does it mean to be a man? And can you be a man and be sensitive? Yes. Can you be a man and have female friends? Yes. Can you be a man care about art and how you dress? Yes. But we're not taught that. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. I have no clue yet. But people were calling me gay a lot. I have multiple gay uncles, gunkles, I feel you. <laughs> I have one too. So it was never really an insult, but I knew what they meant by it, even then. Middle school, I think people just thought I was a funny kid. The gay thing would still come up sometimes, and luckily people were growing up a bit and realizing there was just something wrong about saying that to someone as an insult, even an assumption. But the only thing that changed in high school is that people got quieter, or they wanted to say, or they wanted to say to me, to someone else. Or with, I'm sorry, I don't know what that sentence is. I had a girlfriend my sophomore year. Oh, plot twist. And one of her friends, boyfriends, says that my girlfriend was part of my cover-up for actually being gay. My nine-month cover-up. So that was fun. Oh, God. So this person, um, from a young age, was told, you're gay, you're gay, you're gay, by people in school. And then, you know, we, people grow up, and it's no longer an insult, but there's still that curiosity other people have. Like, is he gay? And so in high school... This person had a girlfriend and for nine months, and people thought she was a beard, covering up that he was gay. So that was fun. Now I'm in college. Every school or a big group I've been part of, I've done, I'm realizing has done a lot of trying to assume what my sexuality, almost never asking me. I had a friend in sophomore year of college tell me that she witnessed and had been part of multiple conversations, including people sharing their theories about my sexuality. In my senior year, it's still happening. I've done some growing, realizing, panicking, admitting. So this is where I have a problem. My sexuality is mine. The reason why I didn't want to come out was because I didn't want to have it to be a, con a discussion, a conversation piece. And I didn't feel like it was appropriate. And now this person is finding out from a friend that there are people in his life who literally sit down and like discuss their theories on his sexuality. Um, instead of just asking, like, hey, who do you prefer? And that's always, like, a fuzzy line, asking someone, like, oh, who do you like? Like, do you think this person's cute? Or would you go on a date with, like, Brad? Like, <laughs> I don't know. So what do you do in those situations where everyone around you is trying to decide for you? Now, their story is a bit different. They have always been romantic. Dean Mark. Dean Martin, that's the more romantic. I feel you. Oh, my heart. In elementary school, I don't think I liked anyone romantically, apart from, from crushes I probably had that lasted a week or something. Middle school, I still truly think I fell in love for the first time. My best friend at the time, who was a girl, it wasn't reciprocated, but I still wrote little poems and made my little drawings and all that. And sometimes I had and sometimes I had and sometimes sometimes do have an insecurity around me of not being able to love the way other people do, being unlovable or foreign to the love I saw in some way that carried into high school, until I met my first and only girlfriend this far. We were both dark and strange, fun and sweet. We were intimate in the way that we would spoon and take naps together and give each other's hickeys and other little freaky things, but we didn't kiss. I guess we were both okay with that. She and I always felt expressed that we. Found certain boys or certain girls attractive or hot and thinking about how she probably felt a little edge when I said I, that kind of stuff. But I never did anything with her. But I never, hold on. Sure, I felt a little on edge when I would say that kind of stuff. But I never did with her because I guess it's different for girls, which is part of a bigger problem. 
Alas, after a stupid, messy breakup, I spent the rest of high school with friends thinking uncertain boys or certain girls were attractive. I never credited my attraction for guys and anything besides appreciating beauty for my art, not as a reflection of interest like girls were. It wasn't a conscious depression. I just didn't feel deeply for a guy, I think. That changed in college. Oh, man. Shit's about to get real. So to summarize, this person considers themselves a romantic. And then whenever they found a guy attractive, they would credit it to their art, their beauty, not a reflection of their interests. I met a girl my freshman year of college, and we hit it off. I was dealing with a lot of other mental health stuff and didn't give whatever relationship the time that it was Deserved. I had a guy friend who was one of the most beautiful young men I've ever seen, and I was also friends with his girlfriend, who had on and off attraction too. I felt like I cared a lot about their friendship. Skip ahead to sophomore year. Okay, we're skipping. I became more conscious of the fact that I actually loved my guy friend. I could tell because I was writing poems again, better ones. It was a hard thing to manage. I would be alone with him and his girlfriend a lot, and we were all close, and we all had moments of heightened tension or so. Sulfur and innuendo that would just be enough for my romantic self to be strung along. He and I spent a lot more time together. Put myself through a lot of emotional trouble with him. He was confusing me. He was dangerous. He was quiet. He was unreadable. I tried to dis- distance myself from him for a while, focusing on my own stuff. We still hung up, but I invested a bit less. Then a lot of exciting things happened for me. I had a big show coming up. I was talking to a new girl I went to school with. Things were fun, and I got a little bit of my ego back. I would tell my guy friend about her, and I think he noticed me getting more confidence. The night of my big show, my guy friend fucked everything up. He and his girlfriend were having a fight earlier, which led him to get a little spontaneous. He showed up to the show with the girl I was interested in, and we left together. For the next week, every day, he lied to me, and somehow I would find out another thing he did with her. The week ended with me, him and his girlfriend in his car, and him crying to me while she made him confess everything he did. So this is one of the most confusing weeks of the life, of my life. The guy who I thought I was doing a good job of loving less got the girl I was starting to like a lot, which he knew about, and his girlfriend, who he also just cheated on, and I were brought closer together as friends, witnessing utter, utter shittiness. My guy friend didn't know about any of the feelings I had for him, and I actually told his girlfriend first, who kind of sensed it, but I always wanted to talk to him, so I guess this is my first mini coming out story I have. We were hanging out, and I wanted to tell him how complex the situation for me and what he did. I made sort of it digestible by him, digestible for him by telling him that I hadn't been with someone so closely for so long that computed his love for me. I asked him if he ever felt the same way. He said no, but I think he felt like he had to. I don't know. I told him what I needed to tell him, and that was so liberating. I spent the next year... Uh, next of my junior year, exploring this thing, giving both and guys a chance, switching my Tinder settings to men and women. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, I love that shit like that. You ended me going on two dates with a guy. Good for you. He's very kind. He made me comfortable, which is hard to do with me. Okay, so now the story goes into the guy telling his family, who is, um. Not from the U.S. They, it's him telling his family that he thinks he could be bisexual. The day before Mother's Day, I told my mom what this guy went these dates with. She asked a few questions, but generally I told him, or I'm open to both guys and girls, and I was trying stuff out, and I was excited. I told my dad too. Both of them were quiet. To this day, I still remember that we had multiple talks throughout my life about me finding both women and men attractive, but they were acting like they forgot, or maybe they didn't take it seriously. 
Mother's Day was the worst. We went out to dinner, and my mom had one too many of Ari's strong enough drinks. She felt like she needed to say some things at the table regarding me and not having my life together, being confused, and me confused about my sexuality. My brother to my left didn't even know what she was talking about. My heart dropped. I walked away from the table, panicking, breathing a lot, calmed down, and came back to the table where my mom was crying. We got the check and left. The car ride home was something I wish I wouldn't wish on anyone. My mom had a lot to get off her chest. If you're gay, you need to tell me. Why are you lying? You can't like both. I never wanted one of my kids to get... To be like this. I don't like this. I don't want this. You'll get a disease. You want to suck a cock? Why do you think men are attractive? A woman is beautiful. I should explain that one of my uncles is my mom's brother. And when he came out, the hell in their house. It was horrible for him growing up. And disease became a bigger problem for his generation. All our fear was valid. But it was damaging me in a really new and scary, confusing way that I only try to suppress at the moment. The next week, I felt rising anxiety and waves of panic attack. Then we were celebrating my 21st birthday in Foxwood. I was in the hotel room, dry heaving from panic attacks. Best summer was the lowest and worst of my life. I didn't even acknowledge so much the panic and isolating myself. It was unhealthy. My mom and I have worked stuff out. We're learning. I'm still in therapy, and I'm learning. It's all still very confusing, but I feel more self-sufficient and maybe content than ever. And I'm actually excited to learn more about myself and unlock different parts of my life. And maybe I and everyone deserves to do that. And I'm only... I'm only the one telling myself that, which can be really exhausting, but someone has to. Okay, so to summarize the story, this guy tells his family, hey, I'm gay, and his mother panics. You know, it's the worst outcome. It's what people fear. His mother says, you know, well, you can be gay, you're going to get a disease, or are you lying? And um, that's what people fear when coming out, because they don't really know how parents can react, because they could have fond memories of parents being like, yeah, you can be open to both, but a lot of people have trouble understanding bisexuality. They don't think that you can like both. They think you're greedy, you must like one more, you should have a preference, or you've only been with guys, or if I'm dating a guy, does that mean I'm straight again, or if I'm dating a girl, does that mean I'm gay? Like, you can be in the middle, and I think that's tough for people to understand, so I think it takes time. And for this person, I'm so glad you're in therapy. I'm so glad you're taking time to talk about this with other people and yourself and learn about yourself because sexuality is confusing. And I wish you the best on your journey. And I really think that in time, your family will understand. And I think the it's difficult to explain bisexuality to people. And um, just know you're not alone. I'm very scared to talk about being bisexual with my family. My sister called me up one day and she was like, so you're queer now? Since, oh, you should get a cat because you're people like them. I'm like, what? And she's like, you're people. Like, you didn't tell anyone. And I remember it was just, I think I have a note I saved um, when she called me that I want to find. Um, it's on my Fensta. <laughs> Just one moment. Okay. Please stop Snapchatting me. Because I don't have it. Um...
yeah, so basically I just had this um, conversation with my sister that she was, like, basically saying, like, I don't give a shit, I don't give a shit, but you should have told us, you should have told us, and it, it just felt like this was really no one's information but mine. So that's the trouble in sharing this with your family. Oh, here it is. My sister just called me a lesbian. She called me a lesbian. I'm not a lesbian. And said, you people, aka the gays, and told me I should get a cat because apparently I'm queer now and how my entire family is hurt that I didn't officially come out to them. I don't, you don't have to, you know. God, just live your life. Okay, this one, um, this person got outed, so this person didn't come out. It happened for when they were 15. They had a second Twitter account that they used for ranting. It was public where no one followed me, and they followed no one, just to get their thoughts out, kind of like a Finsta, without needing external opinion or discourse. On this account, they talked a lot about their sexuality. They identify as lesbian and how it affected their daily life. Tweets were deeply personal and essentially acted as a diary. Someday someone found my account and told my mom about it. Wow, that person's a bitch. She read everything. Everything I couldn't even say to my closest friends was now in her hands. She knew it all. I was merely experimenting with the words lesbian attached to my identity. It was such a heavy word to say out loud when you're beginning to count. So this was practice for me. Oh, God, I know. I, I'm, like, at the point where, like, I can scream from the rooftops, but it's scary at first. In a way, I was close to coming out. And she confronted me. She told me she'd read everything and that she was there for me. While I appreciate the sentiment of her being there for me, those words were not for her or anyone else. I felt so vulnerable and ashamed and immediately tried to take back what she read, but it was too late. I denied anything she asked me and tried to change the subject. I was scrambling for words and I had time to think before broken words and sounds came out of my mouth. I felt so deeply violated, like she had torn up all my clothes and told me she was on my side. I was robbed of my own coming out terms... I was robbed of coming to terms with my sexuality, my own thoughts, feelings, doubts, all stolen by her. What was I left with now? Even my brain is no longer my own. I distanced myself from her for a long time. Without any closure or apology, we eventually began to talk. I will always hold resentment in my heart against her for stealing this time from me, invading my privacy. So this time, almost three years ago, I felt anxiety and pressure to tell people things before I even felt time to process them. I told people I'm a lesbian far before I was ready for them to know, as if they deserve this information to me. Now I'm left to adjust to this new life of mine that I wasn't prepared for in the first place, and now I explore my gender identity as being non-binary, and I feel like history will only repeat itself. I want to hide from myself forever. Okay, thank you to this person who submitted. Um, so this story is about someone who was using Twitter as an outlet. They were using it just to kind of come to terms with their sexuality. This, this story is really about coming to terms with and how long that process can take. Not everyone wakes up and realizes, hey, I'm gay. We're like, hey, I like girls and boys the same way. It doesn't happen like that for everyone. Um, for me, it took years and years and years and then confusion. And then I realized, I'm like, oh shit, I can be both. I can like both. That's totally okay. And, you know, for a while I was like, oh, no, I'm only attracted to them. Like, I just think they're good looking. I could never marry one. And then I'm like, oh, well, no, actually, if I fall in love with you, who knows what could happen. So this person um, was outed by their mother. And even though their mother was supportive, they felt so angry that their mother took this time, this development time from them. So they feel almost rushed to be this person, to be this identity without even getting to know it. And now they say they're exploring being non-binary and they are worried that history will repeat itself. So, listen. Get a journal. This is my advice to you. If you need to talk it out with yourself, get a journal. Lock it up somewhere, hide it, 
somewhere your family can't see it, under your bed, under your mattress, under your socks, somewhere, and just write. Because you still deserve to have this journey, this discovery time. I absolutely believe that you do. I don't want to take that away from you. Um, so I, I, I truly feel like although you lost this time to come out as a lesbian, you can still explore parts of your identity and what it means. It, it doesn't, it's not the end, right? Coming out, being outed is not the end of you discovering your sexuality. Sexualities change. People are fluid. You have time to still explore and understand what it means to connect to a certain identity. And you don't have to label yourself right away. You don't have to tell people right away. You can just exist for a little bit. Give yourself a break. Take a deep breath. And I say, write it out. Write it all out. Write out the anger. And maybe you'll get to a point where you can sit to your mother after writing through your feelings and explain why you were on this journey to discovery. And when you were ready, you would have come to her. You would have expressed how you felt and what you've discovered about yourself, but you weren't ready and you feel like oh, part of that was taken. You can take that back. You can still learn. You can still explore. It's not over just because someone says, oh, I know now. Like, there's always going to be people who are like, oh, I always knew they were gay. Like, there's always going to be someone like that. Your story is yours alone. Sorry for that. Sorry, my phone's going off. Okay, thank you so much for your story. Um, please, please, please keep keep writing, keep exploring, keep discovering who you are. I'm wishing you so much love and light on your journey into your gender identity of being non-binary. You have my full support, and um, history does not have to repeat itself, and you do not need to hide away forever. Please. The world needs people to be open and honest, but on your own time, in your own way, when you are ready. So thank you so much for sharing. Okay. Um, second to last story. This one's a bit quicker. <laughs> um, so this person's 18 years old, and they're from Virginia. And they're, well, not cis, is what they're saying. It's hard to explain in words, but the best decipher is non-binary, or non-boinary. I like male pronouns and being considered male with titles, but such, but as a person, I don't feel like anything with the side of a boy. Sexuality-wise, I mean, I just figured out I don't care about gender. I usually have the hots for guys or non-binary individuals, but mostly what matters to me is how well personalities, mine and theirs, blend, and how well they get along with my friends. I mostly just date people who I consider to be a good person as a friend who balances me out in the terms of self. No one in my family really knows my sexuality 100%. They know I've admitted to liking chicks and dudes, but nothing super solid. My sister and cousin are the only ones who really know since it's a lot easier to talk about things with people in my age group who, who I know for sure won't mind. I'm currently dating two people who I love very much. One genderless, the other a male. I love them both with my whole heart. They attached a photo. Um, I, I wish I could show you guys. Um, they attached a photo of a drawing, I think that they made, of them like clutching a photo of them and their significant other and like hearts. <laughs> it's so cute. So to this person who is 18 years old, um, this is great. I feel like you're on a great journey of self-discovery. I think you are finding people you blend with, and I totally relate. For a while, I was just like, I don't want to identify as bisexual. I just like people, like liking people and thinking that they're good people and balances you out and getting along with your friends and um, connecting with them. That's what it's about, and I think people label it too much based on genders assigned at birth, and like that's how we identify 
liking boys or liking girls. Like, it's just like, ugh, it's okay to just like someone, anyone, regardless if they have no gender that they identify or they identify as another gender than they were born. It's totally okay. And I think it's great that you're finding people you feel comfortable talking about it with. You're 18 years old and you're learning stuff about yourself before. I mean, I even learned and I'm about four years older than you. Um, continue on this journey. Continue finding cool people that you can connect with. If this is your art, continue making art. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your story. And let's see, I have one more. And then I want to talk a little bit. Okay. I'm 24 from the Midwest. I was raised in a household that was quiet and deceivingly religious. We don't really talk about religion, but if I was to come out as bisexual, my mother would tell me to my face that I would burn in hell. Wow. Okay. This is what people fear. Um, I don't know why there's so much hatred around it. My father was friends to not visit me when I was 19 in college if I pierced my nose, but I can only imagine he would disown me if I... If he knew. I hit my mid-twenties now and I still can't imagine I'll be brave enough to come out with him until I genuinely found a woman I love. In my particular case, I don't talk to my family about my intimate life. I, I don't think my mom knows I've kissed anyone, which is how deeply in denial my family is about me and my sexuality. At this point, I probably kiss more than more women than men. As it started off as drunken games and parties right out of high school, I didn't humor the idea of being attracted to girls because it wasn't something I knew could happen to me. Of all people, you know? I know. You think, oh, no, not me. I'm not the gay one. And then you're like, plot twist, I'm gay. A little later, I became best friends with a boy and a girl. I loved her as a friend, and I, I thought I loved him. I did, in a young way. And certain, and she certainly liked him. We all hooked up one night, and I thought for weeks after I was upset of him preferring her over me. I also couldn't steer away the memory of her asking me to take my shirt off. I was confused for a long time after that on what I was feeling in that particular female relationship. It made me feel guilty and gross what happened. At some point, a lot of my friends moved away from school or work, and I spoke, spent a lot of time alone. I really worked through what I was feeling when I looked at women. Admiration, attraction, attraction, simply aesthetic. I noticed all of them in three different circumstances. I'm only 24 and now formally coming to terms if I'm bisexual. I'm so used to being straight that I don't know how to meet a woman or be brave enough to love her kindly and truthfully. I'm still working through it. I feel proud of myself for not being in denial about my attraction and feelings towards women, but I'm still in the process of figuring out how to be brave Tell my family that love is beautiful, even in the form of their daughter kissing the forehead of someone else's daughter. Also, I'm still going through the process of accepting a lot of my upbringing was very negative and highly influenced my now anxiety and confident issues. I feel so much hope for teenagers who are proud and brave and open with themselves. I still love my family so, so much, and I can't imagine how different my life would be if I grew up in that environment. I may still be dealing with my own issues, but on my own, God, will I be one of those adults standing up to the those younger than me, and their right to love in all its forms. I'm bisexual, and I don't deny existence of my feelings on your and for that I'm happy. <gasps> oh my god. That, that story really, really means a lot to me, because I didn't grow up in a homophobic home, right? Um, my godparents were lesbians, and they are some of, they, they are the people who have my back. If I'm in jail, I call them, they bail me out. Like, <laughs> But I never thought, like, I had this internalized homophobia, like, oh, no, not me. It couldn't be me. And I didn't grow up in a family where it was not okay to be gay. But there was, wasn't really anyone in my family that was gay besides my godparents, and they lived across the country. So I completely relate to that. Um, it, it couldn't be me. I couldn't have attraction. And trying to 
really break down your attraction to women. It's like, what is this? Is this admiration? Is this attraction? Is this just sexual? Is this emotional? Can it be all both? And then you realize you're like, oh, yep, I'm a big old gay girl. <laughs> um, so I, I completely understand and relate to that. And um, what I loved about your story is that you're now proud and not in denial. That's really great. It's hard, especially knowing that the environment you grew up was wildly homophobic. Um, and it, it was a lot, of, a lot of that seems to be internalized. Um, but also the process of opening yourself up to another girl and just like dating her is so scary. Let me tell you, like girls talk to me and they flirt with me and I don't know how to flirt with a girl. I'm just like, you're pretty. <laughs> it's crazy. Like I have a crush on a girl and I just, I have no idea how to connect with her. And guys, super easy, done deal. I can get what I want. Um, so it's like this new part that you have to explore and it's really scary and opening yourself up is so terrifying. So I, I, um, it's hard to be brave and to love her kindly and truthfully. And I, I'm still working through it too. And I think there's a lot of stigma, um, revolving bisexual women. And I, I want to look up a video for you right now. Um, Okay, so my first relationship with a woman is a video in Skin Deep. Look it up on YouTube. You just search my first relationship with a woman. And it's between a lesbian and a bisexual woman. And they talk about their phobias and blah, blah, blah. Because there's a lot of stigma between bisexual women. And um, it's it's difficult to be like, go after a girl who likes girl who's just so confident in that. And you just being like, hi, I'm just, this is new for me. <laughs> it's difficult. So definitely watch that video. Um, I'm thinking of more coming out, coming out videos. Um, Ingrid Nelson did one that was really great. She basically like went away, um, and went away in New York and had this like time where she really explored who she was. She wrote, um, hers is something I want you to know coming out and just search something I want you to know Ingrid Nelson and it will pop up um it's really really good and it I mean you can just search coming out videos do people um looking for more um yeah so just search them I, I think there's um, great. I think there's I'm Bisexual Coming Out song by Jody, which is really cool. And then there is, um, what did I want to find? Um, do I have to click on my account? It's going to make noise. Let's see if she has a, a playlist. So she has, um, Ingrid Nelson has How Do You Know You're Gay video, which is great to watch. She also has one about being gay and an Asian woman in America because, you know, I, I'm Mexican. Like, there's a whole lot that goes into being gay and that kind of identifies with their culture. Um, let's see, what else does she have? And then she does <laughs> Valentine's Gay, Live Stream Taco, Choose Gay. Like, she does a lot. 
Um, so definitely check out Ingrid Nelson. Uh, I think she's really, really great. And uh, yeah, let's just have some closing notes. I, I think all the stories we've heard today have been different. It's been people fighting with their family, people fighting with themselves. I want to make sure I didn't miss anyone. Let me just look at my email. Um, okay, we did that one. Did that one. Okay. Um, I just want to give you some resources. Um, the GLAD it's www.gladwith2as.org. It's for LGBTQ resources. Um, there's a lot of stuff if you're bisexual, if you're youth, if you're military, transgender, um, legal stuff. Like for bisexual, um, they have bisexual.org. Um, and you can really just like connect with people. There's Q&A. Um, resources, <laughs> it's just like questions you might have. Um, do bisexual people really exist? Confusion is understandable. The short answer is yes. Um, so definitely do some research if you're feeling curious, if you don't really know how you feel about someone. Um, I'm totally here to listen. You can always reach out to me if you have any questions, if you just need someone to chat to about coming out. Um, or you just want to come out to someone, but not a friend, not a family member, you can come out to me. It doesn't have to be over a podcast. Um, my email is v as in Victor, b as in boy, Nelly, with an I-E, at Yahoo. And I will listen to your story. I will get back to you. We can talk. You're not alone in this. And I think what I realized, I, when I went to New York Pride, I was so scared. One, I was in New York, and I was by myself, covered in glitter, trying to find my friends. And everyone was there. It was vibrant. It was beautiful. It was loud. It was colorful. Like, there's moments where I just wanted to cry seeing people who were old and married and walking hand in hand without fear and seeing all these support groups. Like, there is a support group for um, LGBTQ anything, like Jews for LGBTQ, witches for LGBTQIA. Like, like, there is a support group for you. Like, if you're a gymnast, you can find a, a gay gymnast group like it you're not alone there's so many amazing outlets out there and I think going to pride just really connected to me and I was just like wow I'm so happy I'm part of this community I don't know why I was so afraid before and um, I think it, it gets better as you get older as you come out and if your family doesn't accept you there's this beautiful thing where you can make your own family it doesn't have to be blood family it can be people that you love that love you that understand you and you're not alone important thing you are not alone and I'm here for you I'm so excited for you to start your life and live your truth and even if it means like you just date guys but you still know that you're you know bisexual that's completely fine it's just that's the person at the time that you want to date and, um I think it's great and I'm, I'm super excited for everyone who's taking a deeper look at who they are and exploring who they are and changing settings on dating apps to see other people and it's exciting it, it's scary it's so scary and it's overwhelming but you're not alone in doing it um so definitely find a community that you connect to whether you do some research um online or online communities message boards or whatever um or you can always message me and i can connect you with someone um i have a lot of friends that are uh queer and 
queer women of color, trans. I, I just there's people out there that you'll connect to, and you can kind of use them as your guide, and um, they may be a little further along and finding their truth, and you might be like, hey, I'm lost. That's totally okay. I was lost to start with, and it's okay to take your time. You could be 25, you could be 40 before you come out. It's okay. It's your journey. Come out in your time, in your way, when you're ready, when you're safe. Um, and if you're not safe environment, I'm so sorry, but please know that your feelings, your love, it's still va valid. Even if you can't show it and express it right now, it's still valid, and you're not always going to be in this box. And when you fall in love with someone, even if they're the same gender, um, they will love you. They will accept you, even if everyone else denies you. It will be a strong love, and I wish you nothing but the best. Peace and good vibes, always. Thanks for listening. Um, I'm definitely going to do a little bit more on this subject. I just want to get those stories out there and heard. Um, I really want to talk about some of the trends with your, uh, your sexuality. Like for me, it was, I was in denial for the longest time. And then I was like, why am I depriving myself of this? What am I afraid of? Of being known as that gay girl? Like who cares? Um, so there's definitely more we can talk about. If you have any questions, email me and we can continue this discussion. Thanks for listening.